Sean, there's a Halloween version of uh, Lady Marmalade going around. Lady Marmalade. Lady Marmalade. And I like the, I, I like the chorus. Gitchy, gitchy, Baba Yaga. Witchy, witchy, children fear. Mocha, choka, flying diva. Good or bad, decide, my dear. <laughs> What in the Baba Yaga was that? What in the Baba Yaga? Gitchy, gitchy, Baba Yaga. I've always, when I, Baba Yaga. This is your version. It's my version. Okay. So we're not copyright infringing anything. But, you know, the chorus to Lady. It's too bad to be anybody worried about that copyright bill. Every time I hear the chorus to Lady Marmalade, I think of Baba Yaga. Gitchy, gitchy, Baba Yaga. Gitchy, gitchy, Yaya Mia. I always thought of Baba Yaga. Okay. So I thought, you know, why not? Very good. It's time to resurrect that song. Yeah, I there do. We go. And you'd like to bring Baba out- Yaga would like to would like to be a part of that. I you'd think. like you like bringing out the song, so that works. Yeah, I see. Has it lowered our ratings or anything like that? Do, <laughs> do we know? <laughs> Have we got any complaints? I think we've been pretty uh, steady over time from the yeah. beginning with our tens and tens, tens of and listeners. Tens and tens of listeners. <laughs> and That's we appreciate you all out there. Thank right. you for tuning in today. Yeah, here we go. 104, Episode you said 104. 104. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My, I, just, the smoke alarm went off. I have to move the, the phone. So, <laughs> yes, smoke yes. alarm, smoke alarm. Episode 104, but our technology has not improved. <laughs> it's part of our, uh, it, it's is part that part of, of our appeal? It's part of our appeal. You yeah, know? yeah, that we're Quaintness. still, we're still Quaint. banging the table. Quaint. and Yeah, and mm. our phones are still going off and. And that's all cool because that's Wacky Poem Life. Who we are. We fly by the seat of our pants <laughs> without a broom. Yeah. Coming to you every week from the Rural Oklahoma Museum of Poetry where we talk about often a poem that someone's left in the museum. But we have completely redone the museum right now. We have, so we, we're going to wait on our mm-hmm. future episodes for what people are going to be putting in there now. We'll have a treasure trove of new material new activities and the contributions new activities for people to do around the theme that we are uh opening up as we speak tomorrow today's the 20th tomorrow october 21st with the opening of her kind the witch and history popular culture and poetry Mm -hmm. and i just perused the exhibit and it's really cool i know i perused it i I, you know i had a small contribution to it but i just really I think it's going to be a cool it, space or space. It may be a small space that you uh, contributed, Bill, but it is remarkable. It is uh, visually overwhelming. It will cause you to probably fall on the floor and seize. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> let's not, let's we not, not have that going on not. here. We hope not. Yeah. If you feel that way, just I mean, the ambulance someone. is usually just parked a few blocks down the road, but we don't I, want that I don't to really want to have to call no, him if we don't have to. let's not even put that out there. Yeah. <laughs> So the last couple of weeks we have been, instead of talking about a poem someone's left in the museum, we've been talking about some of the witches Mm -hmm. that are in the exhibit. Mm -hmm. And we discussed Mother Shipton from history, a real woman. And then we discussed Samantha Stevens Stevens. from Popular Culture, the very uh, famous Bewitch show. And so today we're going to talk about Baba Yaga. The witches of of, uh, classic literature. Yes, Mm -hmm. from from literature and folk Mm -hmm. tales and and poetry. There are tons of poems out there about Baba Yaga. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Baba Yaga. I did some research. Okay. And I found it interesting. 
Um, is is she Ukrainian? Is she Russian or is she Slavic? Well, doesn't Slavic kind of encompass? It, it does. So, it, correct. Yeah, yeah. Correct. I, I've I've seen her called you know from Slavic folktale in history, and then a lot of times she's just referred to as Russian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Russian. Yes, Baba Yaga. But uh, what I found interesting about Baba Yaga is that, and maybe you can help me with this. She can. Internalize. I'm, all, I'm always trying to help as she much can, as I can. She can internalize. Uh, it, w- when you when you uh, th- uh, encounter Baba Yaga, she can either be evil or benevolent. Yes, Love which is mind. one of the reasons why she's so uh, mm-hmm. ever present and prevalent. I think in uh, in uh, popular culture and literature is so because here, her duality. And know? here's what I think should be under underneath her: she can cook you, or she can cure you. <laughs> How about that? Like she can that. cook or cook you or cure you. Maybe somebody will write a poem like that back there in the little. Do you want to be cooked or cured? Yeah, I'm giving you I'm giving everyone <laughs> hints here. Um, uh, but you know, curing is also a, a, a that's kitchen true. term. We don't want to be smoked and cured. You know, <laughs> you know, we, we we mean in the as in the healing as in the healing term. So I wonder, I wonder if she reflects what your intentions are. Whether your intentions are pure or it, evil or good, you know, it, it could be. It could There's be. just so many interpretations of her and what she offers. But to do you understand people. what the reason that I kind of? I don't understand. I'm totally clueless, Bill. <laughs> the reason why I chose Baba Yaga <laughs> is because she encapsulates what I think witches are. They're, yeah. They are uh, perceived as often evil, but they are not. You know. Uh, well, I'm it, sure there are some there, evil there are some, ones, there are but some, in general, course, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. But you know, it's it's like she's. Maybe misunderstood. I don't know, <laughs> but I'm sure she has. I'm sure she has cooked some some kids. No, you know. In, 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 in her. I don't. I don't think Baba would want to be considered misunderstood. She's too extreme. Too extreme. Yeah. yeah. She's just out there. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. she wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. She didn't care if you misunderstand yeah. her. But is Baba Yaga someone that they would say, if you don't behave, we're going to go visit Baba Yaga to the little Russian children? Or she the... could be a villain, like that. Yeah, and she could be. You know, eat your dinner or we're going to send you out into the forest where Baba Yaga lives on her uh, house that's on chicken feet. That's how she's her house is often described. That's interesting. That's yeah. terrifying. You know what I mean? <laughs> A chicken foot foundation. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, there was an article I found uh, on the BBC website called Baba Yaga, the Greatest Wicked Witch of All question by david barnett that was just wonderful it was full of information about her and he's actually reviewing a book um, that has short stories about baba yaga by lynn uh, edited by lindy ryan it's called into the forest but he just gives a lot of information about her too and it kind of goes along with what you're talking about bill there's a place in here where he says uh, quote what lifts Baba Yaga above the usual two-dimensional witches of folklore is her duality, sometimes as an almost heroine, sometimes as a villain, and her rich, earthy evocation of womanhood. Yeah. She had an appreciation of the, the woodlands and the herbs and the mm-hmm. healing properties. And, yeah, mm-hmm. we can type. She is a figure. This is a quote from the editor, uh, Lindy Rhine. She's a figure that reminds us that we are ferocious and untamable and that such freedoms often come at a cost, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, what does she ride? It's not a broom. It's Mm-mm. a mortar. Mortar. Mortar and pestle. Uh, sometimes she's got a, a broom that she's using, but often it's so a pestle. Does she steer with the pestle? Riding the mortar? Like, pro- is it like a boat? It'd probably be hard to steer. Is that like a, is, is the pistol the rudder? 
<laughs> It'd be I, hard to steer. Th- She's got powers. It doesn't I, matter. Right, she can right. steer you know, it's it like no Samantha, matter what. She can, don't, burn that, don't burn that dinner. But what I mean is I thought it, a mortar and pistol, like a pharmaceutical mortar and pistol? Well, like you would use in herbs and crushing up the herbs yes. and stuff. So it's from her kitchen. And she is usually associated with the kitchen and with food. And she has been known to eat children. And she's been known to... It's, it's a minor flaw. <laughs> you know, much effort in her. I had a small child. But um, is she the kitchen witch? Is she that Baba Yaga? You know, the kitchen witches that Are people used to hang mm-hmm. in their kitchens right. for a good look. Right. A lot of times they do look like her. Yeah. But, I mean, they look kind of like the archetypal wicked it's witch. True. Just, That's true. Just ugly. Right. But um, she doesn't mind being ugly. It doesn't matter oh, to no. her. No, She's not matter. interested in, in looking beautiful or appealing to men. She doesn't care about men at all. Mm-hmm. So that's not of interest. Sure, sure. Good versus evil. Yeah. You know. So uh, Baba is one of the, the 21 witches that there are poems about in our exhibit book and that are in the exhibit. And so let's. Why don't we get into the poetry, Let's do it. Bill? Let's do it, right. And uh, so you're going to read the, the poem I wrote about Baba Yaga. I will read the poem. Thank you. Baba Yaga. Pistol and mortar await. Broom is for sweeping. Bones are for leaping. Time is for reaping. She awaits at the end of a wooded path. Somewhere in the forest, the many routes become one. And it is here that you are led to her and her appetite for meat and bread and youth and carrots, potatoes, apples, pastries and gravy and blood and babies, mutton and dreams. Feed me, she demands. Cook the meal on my stove for when I return. Pistol and mortar await. Broom is for sweeping. Bones are for leaping. Time is for reaping. She will help you. Vasilasa. And you also, poor children abandoned, yet you must become what is meant for you and what your families were too cowardly to face. They will suffer for that as you will suffer for your bravery. She did not design this upside-down world, but topsy-turvy she will master it. Broken gate, magical doll, treasonous cat, and all. Of course she will. Pestle and mortar await. Broom is for sweeping. Bones are for leaping. Time is for reaping. Mm, thank you. <laughs> Beware. The, don't fear the reaper. I had, had to get that in there. Yeah, she has bones all around her uh, her house, too. And a lot of them she has, uh, you know, they're like lanterns, the uh, bones of her enemies that she's put She might leave them around in. just to say, you know, this too could become you. Yes. She just decide to stop in here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Only the most brave would stop at Baba Yaga's house like Vasilisa does mm-hmm. because uh, Vasilisa is kind of a Cinderella story her um, Vasilisa and um, Baba Yaga there's a great picture book um, of this story by um, Mariana Meyer with illustrations by KY Craft she it's that typical uh, typical story of the girl who was abused by the stepmother mm-hmm. and uh, so she leaves Vasilisa leaves the house and goes out and winds up at Baba Yaga's and you know wanting help I'm really really mm-hmm. making simplifying the story <laughs> yeah. and uh, Baba Yaga is very scary and you know she makes her do all these really uh, hard tasks and makes her cook for her and she mm-hmm. eats these gigantic meals but in the end um, 
she gives her what her need what she needs and sends her back home and um, banishes the stepmother mm-hmm. basically yeah when was Baba Yaga written well when we know her from folk history uh, probably the 17th century although we're not quite sure because I see some similarities and I wonder if she's a kernel of of, of uh, uh, the plot for the Hansel and Gretel witch yeah because I see a lot of uh, uh, similar similarities mm-hmm. when the children are caged in in the witch's uh, uh, cottage or, or house and uh, she, uh, she wants to fatten them up to mm-hmm. obviously eat the child and the child has a, luckily a chicken bone that she's <laughs> lets the witch keep feeling because she has poor eyesight doesn't know that this child is is gaining weight and therefore doesn't eat the child yeah i see some similarities definitely because okay. there's an emphasis on the house too mm-hmm. you know of course mm-hmm. in hansel and gretel it's, oh it's delectable yeah yeah, yeah. made um, of treats and but baked it, goods and yeah cookies. but it's um it's a uh, what's the word? it's a foil it's a disguise disguise yeah the house it is mm-hmm. it's a trap um, but even though baba yaga's is not it's you know it is what it is <laughs> yeah yes yes um when the in this book that I was reading about that has the Baba Yaga stories in it by by Lindy Ryan called Into the Forest, she talks about um, the the what what Baba Yaga represented to her, and she also explains the name Baba Yaga because Baba is means grandmother or old woman and yaga sometimes means yeah sometimes Serpent. it means fortune teller oh, okay baba itself and then yaga has all kinds of different meanings too mm-hmm. it could mean something it could just mean chill mm-hmm. horror um, shudder it also means in polish witch evil woman mm-hmm. fury um so that kind of thing the wicked Wicked witch. Is there a male the version of Baba Yaga? Is it is she always female? Is well, that, you know, is that a, today uh, in 2023, most people, especially of the younger variety, probably are familiar with Baba Yaga simply from the John Wick movie mm-hmm. series with Keanu Reeves. Oh, okay. Because he's mm-hmm. called Baba Yaga, mm-hmm. and uh, but he's called that just because he, it's uh, they're calling him that because he's like a Russian bogey boogeyman. Mm-hmm. And so they use the term Baba Yaga, but really he he's nothing. Yeah, <laughs> he's nothing like the the folktale Baba Yaga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She would be a fantastic um, a plot for um, the AHS series or something if they could just really in, reincarnate her into the into the masterful, powerful Baba Yaga. You know. Yeah. 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 There's another poem by. Um, She's usually, she's known mainly as a children's book writer, Jane Yolen. Okay. And um, I wanted to read this poem, too. Yes. It's kind of more about another interpretation of her. It's called, Baba Yaga Has Tea with Kotsche the Deathless. When Kotsche comes to call, he brings roses, mostly wilted by his breath, which smells like a mortuary. His eyes are still as gravestones and as hard he calls her Baba Yaga, no nicknames, gives a little half bow, dusts the chair with his white handkerchief before sitting, compliments her on the shine of the floor. They sit across from one another, glasses full of tea laced with plenty of sugar and arsenic, talking about their latest operations, organ recitals, she calls it. 
He complains her house is too cold. She says nobody uses proper grammar anymore. He says the price of tea is outrageous. She says someone tried to steal her parked pestle. Vasilisa and I sit in the pantry like servants, collect the dirty dishes, the glasses, later launder the tablecloth, mop the floor. Vasilisa pockets the coins he sets on the sideboard. I see their gold with the head of the czar looking to the left, where danger comes from. When he goes, Kotche kisses the baba on the cheek. It leaves a scar. Mm. Mm. Yeah, the kiss that lingers. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that there's a lot of a lot of poems out there about Baba, and I kind of like this one because it brings in. I don't really know anything about this other character. It seems kind of like a like a trickster, like she is, because mm-hmm. that's another way that she's described. Baba Yaga as a trickster. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just think the name rolls off the tongue. Yeah, Baba Yaga. It mm-hmm. just really, yeah, it's very interesting. And I'm not sure why I never knew of Baba Yaga growing up in in, in anything I've ever read. <clears throat> yeah, there are um, there are like this picture book. There are there are a bunch of uh, folk tales out there about her, but they don't necessarily show up in the in the places where American school children usually mm-hmm. you know have been. Now read our friend to. Virginia, I'm sure, is very well aware of Virginia Yevtushenko. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, but she's very similar, like you said, to to the. The witch in Hansel and Gretel, yes. mm-hmm. and and some of the witches from the Grimm's fairy tale yes. versions. Yes, um, she's yeah, she has a lot in common with them, but we don't we don't have her story so much. Yes, in Correct. our background. Right. I do. When I was promoting this on Facebook, I I used a quote from Neil Gaiman about her. I really liked it too. It said, I felt she was the most interesting of all the witches and felt that way even more when I read some of the Russian stories in which she appears. She seems to have her own life outside of the story, which so few fairy tale characters do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a very rich history, deep and long. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it makes it more historical. Well, and and like we've been saying, she's not Mm one-dimensional, which takes her out of the... You know, this exhibit is about the archetype of the witch. Mm-hmm. It's not about, you know, do you want to become a witch? It's not about witchcraft. It's mm-hmm. not about modern, you know, Wicca or anything like that. It's about the archetype mm-hmm. of the witch, which yeah. is one of the oldest archetypes or symbols, you know, in uh, of characters in in our literature, mm-hmm. in, in human mm-hmm. history. Yeah. <laughs> All cultures have this archetype. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And uh, so it's. I think that... It's worthy of exploration just because of that. Yeah. And I will always wonder why witches um, tend to be so um, demonized. And it seems like they're more demonized in other some cultures than in others. Mm-hmm. I think in I think in Mexico, when you have the, the Day of the Dead celebrations and so forth, it's not it probably not such a big a, a big deal. Mm-hmm. But I think in, in more puritanical cultures, you get much more of a of a different feel. Yeah. For the for the topic. Definitely. Mm-hmm. European. Uh, yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. I have another book that I bought when I was putting this exhibit together that I really like. And it's by um, Tessia Kitskaiska. And it's called Ask Baba 
Yaga, otherworldly advice for everyday oh, troubles. Oh, my goodness. Baba Yaga it can't, becomes Dear Abby. <laughs> she does. Okay. And I was going to read you just a couple of these because I love Baba Yaga's advice. Oh, and good, it's very yes. in keeping with the two poems we've looked at and the things we've talked oh, about okay. her. Yes. So the question uh, is, will I die alone? Dear Baba Yaga, my best friend just got engaged and all I can do is weep. Left alone is the last of the single ladies in my circle of friends. How do I suck it up, move on, and be happy for her when all I do is fear I will die alone, eaten by squirrels and badgers in the wilderness? How do I find my own happiness along the oh, way? Oh, she's not going to like this question. Is she? <laughs> she's going she's gonna to read this woman like a book. What do you, you think Baba's going to tell her? I, th- I think Baba Yaga is going to say, my dear, if, we, if being eaten is what you want i invite you to come to my house where i will roast you with garlic and braise you with the most luscious of mushroom gravies together we will dine but you will not fare so well in this dinner that's what i think will happen you got the spirit of baba going on over there bill so here's what baba says everyone dies (laughs) alone in their own cauldron your death will be no more or less gruesome than any others and happiness is a thing that passes through you not a thing you meet and hold in your deathly grip forever afterwards. You're afraid of being the last at a party without the others, but the others have gone on into a wood they do not understand. It is the same wood you stand in weeping. And the trees look at all of you the same and say nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what? <laughs> as blunt as that is, what, that's quite a lot of wisdom. Yes. Because to the quick, and it's like, listen, this is how it is. Yeah. You know? Yes. I, 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 there's something to be that would be fun to write and, yes know. it is it's a, it's it's got neat little illustrations it's it's a, it's a wonderful and, and, and what a great, little book and what a great way to introduce baba yaba baba yaga to some classroom kids to say how would she answer these questions <laughs> She, she, you know, she doesn't toler, tolerate frivolity. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Not you at know, all. Or sentimentalism. Let me read another one. How do I stop uh, worrying about an unlikely relationship? It's the heading. It says, Dear Baba Yaga, how do I stop spending too much time and energy worrying over someone I will probably never be with? Oh, again. What do you think she says? You know, she, she says, uh, if you... If you feel like you're unworthy of being with anyone, you know, then you are unworthy of being with anyone. So, you know, what is the issue? And, mm-hmm. you know, if, if if whomever you're with that you don't like, you know, just um, be done with them and, you know, with whatever sharp instrument is at hand. <laughs> I don't know. I like, I like you brought the sharp instrument in. That's very Baba. Yeah, so Baba Yaga says, you cannot choose the fly that mucks up your stew, but you can choose to throw the pot out the window. Throw it joyously, then go picking strange and goodly fruits to make a sweet new pot, and let yourself wander free into new gardens and tarry long. You have been too much forlornly looking at the past. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's a word we don't use enough, is it? Forlorn. That's a great word. Well, and a lot of people may not know what forlorn means. Well. It's, it's very ambiguous. I saw some Baba Yaga mushrooms in my yard. And the reason I call them Baba Yaga is because when some people eat them, they they're become, forlorn. They become they're forlorn. When some people eat them, they become ill. And when some people eat them, they seem to enjoy them. I don't understand. It, it's the it's the duality it's the honey, again. It's the honey mushroom, and it was a big mound of mushrooms. They're very beautiful. So I thought. So some people become ill. Some like them. Some don't. So why did you call it the the Baba Yaga? Because I think Yaga Baba Yaga. Would, I, you know, I can see people saying Baba Yaga has put a curse on these, and that made me ill. 
Baba Yaga has blessed these, and I enjoyed them, and it gave me nourishment. Yeah. So I don't know. The honey mushroom could be the Baba Yaga's. I've got a picture of it on my phone. Okay, that makes me think I'm going to go back to that BBC article. Okay. Because he, he says in it, um, so Baba Yaga complicates the passive female nurturing role with the type of I'll do whatever the heck I want outlaw power that you ordinarily only see associated with men. You could say then that Baba Yaga crosses the wicked witch trope with the fairy godmother trope to create an ultimately far more unpredictable and powerful role than either of those. Mm-hmm. And this article uses the word trope, which I've always thought was very highfalutin, mm-hmm. just yes. symbol, yeah. yeah, archetype. Archetype. English yeah. majors are going to yeah. throw out the word trope at you. But once again, <laughs> once again, a strong, powerful female mm-hmm. is deemed a witch because mm-hmm. we don't want women to be powerful and strong. We want to, you know. I say collectively, we, I, I, I would like, I, you know, I come from a line of strong women, so I want them to be strong and independent, but, you know, puritanical. They were all lined up. They were all lined, lined up behind you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very yeah. good. Yaga behind me. There were Baba Yaga behind me. Did you have some Baba Yaga uh, relatives in that lineup? Oh, I think my Aunt Delpha was very Baba Yaga. Aunt Delpha. Oh, my, my, what a, what a wonderful sorry, name. I, and I shouldn't mention names, but she's the one that, <laughs> she's the one that, that, and I can say this now freely, but she's the one that rubbed the rock on my wart oh, and, yeah, and, and tossed the rock and the wart disappeared. In the previous. So my yeah. Adelpha, she made her own lye soap that would take the bones off your skin, off your off your hands, but they would sure clean your coat, clothes. She knew she knew <laughs> she knew herbs. She knew she knew remedies. Uh, she was a force. She was mm-hmm. a force. She could cook for an army and, you know, she could. Um, and she didn't cook children. So. As far as I know, she did. <laughs> no, but you know, if there was ever a rodent in her garden, she it it, so, it made small work of it. So she was the good side of the Baba Yaga. Good side, unless mm-hmm. there was a rodent in her in her garden, in which she you know she would want me to drown the creatures, and I me being sensitive, I didn't want to do that. Well, that's kind of necessary drowning. I, necessary, you said, or unnecessary? unnecessary. Uh, it was, it, right. It's like if you're going to dispatch of them, let's do it quickly. Yeah, Let, do let's, it quickly. Let's not, let's not let's not be cruel about it. But anyway, she is the. My Just take Delpha, a butcher knife and my aunt Delpha cut is the most off. is the most. Um, oh, how do I say the independent aunt that I had? You mm-hmm. know, she she could do it all. Mm-hmm. She could do it all: build a house, cook, make a garden, you know, cook a meal, all of it. Sounds like I'd like her. Yeah, you would like her. Yeah. I just found this other part from the same article that I was thinking about when you were talking um, earlier about that we didn't grow up hearing the Baba Yaga stories. Mm -hmm. So this is where, uh, again, Lindy Ryan is is talking, and she says that my Russian stepmother immigrated to the United States shortly after the fall of the Soviet Union, and along with my stepsister and stepbabushka, she brought borscht, matryoshka dolls, and Baba Yaga, while most girls my age were growing up with nicely sanitized Disney version princesses, I preferred the stories by Brothers Grimm, Charles Perrault, Perrault, and Hans Christian Andersen, and of course in the books of Slavic fairy tale and folklore that talked of Baba Yaga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> the series that ended a few years ago on uh, the American TV series called Grimm, I always wondered why is this such a bloody series which i found fascinating mm-hmm. but that's the that the grim stories were graphic and bloody very violent yes. yeah yes so yeah i i revisited and that evil and somewhat evil yeah mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. are always being poisoned and 
you know, slaughtered, maybe. slaughtered, eviscerated, you know, and uh, uh, right, Bar stuck that door. in a glass coffin mm-hmm. in the woods, pushed in, <laughs> pushed down a well, stuck on a limb, got their fingers stuck on the spindle of mm-hmm. a poison wheel, mm-hmm. and fall asleep for a yep. hundred years mm-hmm. in a castle. Yep, and oh. never develop rigor mortis, oddly <laughs> enough. <laughs> That oh, was some very, very powerful that's magic. Story. That's another story. That was some very powerful magic. Yeah, right. Magic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I have another book in the exhibit because we have a corner in the exhibit room that's the Mother Goose corner mm-hmm. because uh, Mother Goose it, was a witch. People don't know that. People mm-hmm. don't realize that. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll talk about her in a, in a future right. episode, mm-hmm. too. So there's a chair in there, and there's a bookshelf, and there's a lot of books about uh, witches that you can sit and you can peruse. And one of the picture books I bought is a book of nonfiction, but it has some folk tales in it, too. And it's by Flying Eye Books. It's called Season of the Witch, a Spellbinding History of Witches and Other Magical Folk by Matt Ralphs and Nuria Tamari. And there's a page in here on uh, Baba Yaga. And there's a picture where she's in her, you know, she's got the mortar and the pestle, but she's using, oh, it is, it's like a spoon. Oh. She's using a wooden spoon, though, isn't she? Okay. And she's got a broom, too. She got it all. Well, I guess that is supposed to be a pestle, isn't it? Yes. No, do I have them backward? Mortar. Mortar. The pestle's what she's writing in, right? The, the, the mortar is what she's writing mortar. in. The mortar is okay. what she's writing. The pistol is what you used to crush okay. the herbs. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. getting confused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And uh, in, in this story, she's def- and she's also often called the iron-toothed witch. Hmm. She had iron, iron teeth. In this story, it's about a girl named Natasha. And there's a cat. Baba Yaga has a cat that actually helps out Natasha. And she gives her... A comb the cat de- does and says, "My mistress will chase you if you run away, but throw this magic comb in her path and you might escape." So she took the comb and thanked the cat and climbed out the window, and um, she was supposed to be making dinner for Baba Yaga. Mm-hmm. And when Baba Yaga found that her dinner was not there, and the dinner which was Natasha mm-hmm. had escaped, mm-hmm. she she ran out uh, cackling. But she threw the comb behind her, and it grew into a thicket of trees. Mm. So dense that even Baba Yaga couldn't force her way through. So the cat helped out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So this is one where Baba Yaga didn't get what she wanted. Yeah. Well, and you know, if you're, and that's, let that be a lesson, people. If you're on the menu to be eaten, you probably shouldn't be preparing it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> now, it, the interesting thing is, though, that this story ends, this is just a little, um, capsulized version of of, uh, one of the Baba Yaga stories. It says, when Natasha told her father what had happened, he threw the stepmother out because that's why she ran away in the first place Mm because the stepmother, and they lived happily ever after. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the things that Baba Yaga represents positively in a lot of the stories is she is someone who enacts a transformation and she provides a key for someone who then takes that key and changes their life for the better. She gives them the power. Yes. Makes the choices and the yes. decisions. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. she might have liked to eat her for her dinner, mm-hmm. but she ends up being the thing that get, frees her from another ancient archetype, the evil stepmother. Evil stepmother. Correct. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. Interesting. Very interesting. <clears throat> yeah. 
Well, I, th- I hope everyone listening comes to this exhibit because it mm-hmm. is really a visual feast. It I'll is. Say. It is indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot. We are a small building, and but there's a lot to see and to yeah. think about. We There's at least 10, I think, different activities associated with this particular exhibit. Mm-hmm. And and we still have a few little permanent ones that are that are up too mm-hmm. besides this. So, yeah, come I don't visit know, us. I don't know that I've ever heard or seen of an exhibit like this in any museum. So this is unique, and so. so it's in it's it should be it should be uh, really successful. It, I think. it should be, mm-hmm. and you can come and visit Baba Yaga's Baba Yaga. In Baba this Yaga exhibit. will be here tomorrow incarnate. <laughs> yeah, she. I met Baba Yaga at the local <laughs> rummage store earlier today. <laughs> And she says she's looking for a lunch tomorrow, so I suggest you come. Baba Yaga frequents our rummage store. She does frequent. The romp rummage store, that is basically the reason the museum stays open. Yes. Yeah, most popular, yeah the money's from there. Keep, most popular keep little, ham, little po- place in town. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I hope you all enjoyed. This was just a tiny little, you know, nugget a, about a Baba. Tiny so taste. much out there. A tiny taste. Tiny taste. We're going to stay with that theme. <laughs> Uh, thanks for being with us and uh, we may come back with another witch next week or maybe we'll have a poem by then that somebody has left in the museum stop by and write a poem or contact us yes let us know how you like this yeah so we appreciate you spread the word as always always donna doggy bye guys bye guys